0: Let's talk about some of the economic picture here that we have to digest. We got jobless claims, that was some good news. We've got Philly Fed that showed obviously prices being paid are are still high, right? An inflationary environment overall. Um, I wanna discuss this with our panel. Eddie Gabor's with us, managing partner, key advisors. Eric Lund's with us, principal economist at the conference board. Thank you both for being with us. Eric, I'll start with you. Um, any of the numbers stand out to you? I mean, the theme is we're facing inflation at forty-year highs, and the Fed's going to raise fifty basis points. I mean, like we could start with that, Eric.
1: No, the the numbers that came out today, and and the comments from Powell at the IMF meeting, were kind of largely. As expected, um, you know, the labor market continues to be incredibly tight. Uh, that narrative has not changed. Uh, labor force participation rates are still low relative to where they were in- entering the pandemic. Um, so, you know, not not too much has changed in terms of the labor market, according to these data. And in terms of the, the Philly Fed number, yeah, it ticked down a little bit, but it's still relatively strong, um, still positive. Um, but as you said, you know, the, the, the companies that were surveyed noted that they're still struggling with prices.
0: Right. So what are your thoughts? Right. I mean, that is a big story here. And if, if you own a company, you're paying higher prices to move things from point A to pay. point B. Energy is really high of wage growth. you got to pay for labor. Um, it's a really tricky picture. Eddie.
2: Look, uh, this is We are heading into a slowdown right now. I think that is, and the slowdowns always start off really small, of course, you see small changes uh, before it really starts to accelerate. The Fed has never in history, in my opinion, been this late to the game in regards to a tightening cycle. And they've never tightened this fast. I mean, they're trying to get two and three years worth of hikes and tightening in a matter of months. I don't see how they navigate this without a very, very hard landing. Uh, we got bearish back in November and we told our clients, you know, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. This is the worst setup for stocks going into 2022 uh, that I've seen in my career. So we're playing it very defensive now because if the Fed truly is going to try to get inflation down to two plus percent, they're gonna have to raise rates a tremendous amount of times. And I think the market's gonna force their hand and the economy's gonna force their hand to pivot. I think this morning the bond market was pricing in nine hikes. Uh, I don't see them doing that. I think the market will be down and the economy will be slowing so much uh, that they're going to have to make a decision whether they're going to put their blinders on and let the economy and market crash to get uh, inflation down or stop doing the rate hikes. So uh, it's a very dangerous time period right now for an investor. And that's why we think right now playing defense and waiting to see how these next few months play out are going to be very critical.
0: Yeah. I mean, the question, too, is about inflation being so high in earnings. Earnings guidance has been good. In fact, we've seen some raises and some good news there. And Eric, I really start to wonder when the disconnect sets in. I mean, when you have inflation so high, can earnings and companies still perform? I mean, I guess some can that have pricing power, but I'm sure a lot will be suffering.
1: Well, I mean, one of the things that we also saw in this Philly survey was that, you know, companies do appear to be passing on the price increases that they're seeing on the input side. Um, but, you know, I think you're right at a certain point, you know, there's there's only so far they can they can kind of carry that 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 forward. Um, you know, in, in terms of the slowdown in the U.S. economy, um, it's something that we're, we're expecting to see as well. A lot of that's a function of what's happening in Eastern Europe. Uh, we've seen energy prices uh, really skyrocket and agricultural prices are, are really one of the primary um, forces that are driving uh inflation at least in march um so you know there's not a lot the, the fed can do about uh, those, those kinds of issues on the supply side so they're going to have to try to tackle this uh, uh, using uh, creative methods uh, uh but there's really only so far they can they can they can take it uh, in terms of uh curbing inflation uh via uh, uh limiting demand
0: yeah and so eddie at this point now um what are we facing you have fears about the retail investor or what could happen. I mean, I don't want to play the doom and gloom, but maybe give us a realistic scenario and maybe one you might be worried about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And again, we've been warning investors since late fourth quarter. And it's not really, you know, I don't look at it as doom and gloom, as being very transparent and direct with our clients that we think the S&P will be down a minimum of 20% from peak to trough this year before we even consider being close to a bottom. I think the VIX can get into the 40s by uh, summertime. And I think the 10-year bond is going to actually start going in the opposite direction once the Fed starts tightening, because I think the economy is going to slow down faster than they're anticipating. Look, they continue to try to sell us on the fact that the economy is strong and they can navigate this without a uh, hard landing. Uh, Let's just remember, this is also the same Fed that told us that inflation was transitory last year. So I am not betting on a soft landing heading into one of the toughest quarters companies are going to have from an earnings standpoint. I think it's earnings in the second quarter are going to be very tough. Jay uh I'll well, give, I give got You I am running a lot out of, of time.
0: You said utility staples healthcare is where um, you need to be, you know, strategic
2: Eddie Quick. That's where we're positioned right now on the equity side because they're very defensive names and uh, they've held up quite well in this volatile market this year.
0: Yeah, Eric, final thoughts?
1: Um Just keep on watching those 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 inflation numbers. That's that's a story here. Keep on watching what's happening in Eastern Europe. That's a a big that geopolitical dimension is is a big factor, Um, and it's very unpredictable, uh, and it needs to be monitored carefully.
0: Yeah, and the Fed made moves based on it on the last meeting, right? They they took it back. They 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 didn't raise as much as right.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. But now they sort of understand the war there in Eastern Europe a little bit better. Okay, let's leave it there. Eddie and Eric, thank you. Eddie Gabor, Managing Partner, Key Advisors. Eric Lund, Principal Economist at the Conference Board, thank you very much.